um, it's good to diversify uh, because um, yeah, you may one 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 part may fail, but not all of it will. So you get to save some other stuff, and I think I uh, would it, it because it some uh, some aspects could be an outlet of the other aspects. If you're too stressed in this aspect, then you can you know unwind with this as another thing. So it would really help you, and it would also it would also help you grow because you learn a lot of you will gonna you're gonna learn a lot of things along the way. You're listening to Wicked Thoughts, a podcast by Flair Castro. This show is dedicated to helping founders and professionals understand business trends, social media, digital lifestyle, and how to be a better entrepreneur. Let's start learning in three, two, one. Welcome everyone to Wicked Thoughts. I'm your host, Flair Castro, and with me is my co-host for the season, Miss Coney Barrientos Carey. Hi, Miss Coney. Hi, Miss Flair, and hi everyone. Welcome back to Wicked Thoughts. Thank you so much for joining us. And it is such an honor to be with Miss Flair again this week. Thank you, Miss Coney. And would you like to introduce our guest for oh, definitely. this episode? Um, he calls himself a seasoned engineer, but that's actually downplaying what he's accomplished and how good he is as a developer. He is, what I'd say, a visionary, like legit visionary. He came up with Edroll in 2013 during the Startup Weekend, the third Startup Weekend, and that was way before schools did online enrollment. Um, and he, um, you know, for like, if he's not developing or consulting startups from Australia, from the States or from Europe, he is raising rabbits in his backyard. Ladies and gentlemen, it's an honor to welcome Mr. Ian Bertusil. Hi, Ian. Uh, hello. Uh, hi. Hi, Connie. Thank, thank you, you thank for you joining for, us. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, I'm really glad to, you know, to join you guys with your, uh, with Wicked Thoughts. We're glad to. So now before we proceed with our discussion, because I know we're all excited to talk to Ian today, <laughs> I'd like to take a moment to thank our sponsors. Of course, we have 30 Media, our very own boutique social media and digital agency right here in Cebu. We have Aleph Talent Solutions of Misconi, a consulting firm that helps you scale your business effectively and efficiently. And we have Grow Libro, owned by Mr. Ian, our guest for today, an invoicing platform for small business and then we have content dash that app an app to help you create social media calendars better and of course our podcast partner the company our favorite co-working space here in Cebu now for our viewers and listeners of the show to get to know you more Mr. Ian I would like to ask if you could describe your personal brand yourself in a few sentences what would it be uh, uh, hacker turn to Techpreneur or something? Yeah, I, really, I literally started with, you know, cybersecurity hacking stuff back way back in 2000. I know, 2000s. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then I, right now I'm doing some business on my own, starting new, uh, starting new business and you know, doing startups. Right. Yeah, so I and I think Miss Goni uh, called you a visionary. That would that, perhaps yeah, be the perfect. <laughs> Super. I think like, you know, only very few people can live up to that, like to that name, like to that um, title. Like people call themselves a visionary techpreneur, but 
you know, you're one of the very few who can actually claim like legit you were. You started it like 2013. What were we doing in 2013, Miss? Like apparently, I was writing an article about it in 2013, <laughs> and I realized yeah, that's yeah. that's how I actually met Ian. It's a yeah. it's honest. It's from a startup weekend with a community here in Cebu called mm-hmm. Tech Talks before, and at that time, um, I was already volunteering myself. <laughs> I was a volunteer. Uh, I started with doing their social media helping out with your with their their events and then i was a mentor during that mm-hmm. time so maybe ian can share like how did you come up with the idea of doing edroll for startup weekend yeah what what made you think that you know it's what we needed at that time oh okay so my my when my daughter was born way back 2010 um I'm all, i said to myself that i really want to see her grow in uh in her Uh, not just in you know physical aspect, but also her uh, education and in, in, in her education and all the stuff. So I thought that maybe if I could do something that you know could help parents like me, you know, track or monitor their kids in school. Because uh, before the pandemic, you know, if 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 you have a kid in school, mm-hmm. you'll be notified what uh, let's say for update uh, what they call this for progress uh, by the teacher at maybe in every quarter. So I felt like it's too late already. Maybe if there's some system or there's a way for me to, you know, know the daily activities of my child uh, as she grows up, um, get feedback from the teacher. So I think that would be great. So that, that's what um, really you know, inspired me and my team to, and Patrick Villarus, shout out to Patrick right. Villarus. Mm-hmm. I told Patrick, hey, maybe we should do this app for the startup weekend. So that's it. Mm-hmm. Like, How many were you there. in the team during that time for Startup <clears throat> Weekend? Originally, there was just two of us. Um, we kind of cheated the Startup Weekend because they no. say you have, to, you, know, <laughs> you have to go there by yourself. But me and Patrick were already you know, coming up with some ideas. Right. So, mm. And then um, I got uh, the team formed into five. Yeah, there was um, Nikki and there was... Um, I forgot the name of the American guy and that uh, Daryl. So I think there was there were five of us. Like Daryl you? <laughs> Is that Daryl you? Yeah, shout out to Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow, okay. like really amazing developer as well, and he's starting his yeah. own. So. And like See, we said, it's a, a, a very small, small community. community. Mm-hmm. So like you kind of no, know no. like which developers are like you know worth their salt and which developers are just like leaving. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. true oh, oh. and apparently you won that startup weekend right yeah um i i still i could still imagine the pitch during the the third day uh, i still could imagine the first few um no not uh, yeah the first few sentence yeah we we won and uh i felt we were really excited to to continue it after after the event uh, mm-hmm. but uh it's difficult um you, i coming up with an idea maybe pitching it During startup weekend is easy, but you know executing it and yeah. making sure that you know uh, making a success of it is is very very difficult. Uh, many have right. tried and you know. Oh. Yeah. And then I remember um, when you pitch 
for example, like like in Startup Weekend, like you're given just three days to come up with three days, right? Fifty four mm. hours to come up with an two idea. Days two days, right? Mm, two and days. to come up with an idea, to uh, build it up, and to apparently present it in a panel of judges, like that is something I can't imagine yet. I'm doing. I've tried joining those kind. Of, like appara- apparently, I haven't tried being on stage. Like I've pitched to clients, yes, yeah. but in front of a crowd with judges. That's something that I have to try in this life. It's like, <laughs> like what I've noticed, Miss, because like I've uh, attended like as a sponsor, so they invite me for presentation, right. and um, it's like thesis presentation, basically. Oh gosh! Just, oh. Yeah, you're just going to the be- introvert in me is yeah, cringing. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you have to defend your product, like you know how it's profitability and everything like what's your business model how did it work that's why like as you like i'm glad you recommended startup to me miss because i'm watching it it's like oh thank god this is an accurate portrayal of everything that startup goes through i was crying too to be honest (laughs) yeah i was crying like i end up crying every day like it's an insane show like but it's i love how accurate it is and they really teach you terms which you don't see on most shows. Yeah, like, no shows, yeah, yeah for sure. like how did you feel like after you won? Like, did you ever have like, did you ever think that okay, you're going to pursue it, or you just decided okay, I'm not going to pursue it outside of startup weekend? Yeah, we we we, we tried, we tried, uh, but unfortunately, um, the team didn't get synced up. Uh, mm. Leading the leading the the team. Like it's very challenging, and I didn't, I didn't really have any, I did not have any idea on how to do it. Uh, I'm a developer, so what I, the, the thing that I know is just to code and just to build the app, you know. Um, and, and actually, that was a time when I realized that the product, or the product that you do, is just a very small fraction of the company. Um, building the company is, is a, is a very huge responsibility, and. I also I also would like to note that um, there was I, I I read this article where somebody I know that article I saw this video when somebody said somebody asked like when was when's the right time that you do marketing and then you do customer development and you do product development what was the best you know um, facing what you do first and you do this and do that then the speaker said as a startup founder you gotta do it all in parallel exactly and I was I was like. <laughs> Oh my, doing product development is very challenging. Uh, imagine if you're going to do everything at once. So um, I think that is one of the reasons why I've had a lot of failed startups because I always thought of uh, product development. Um, I tend to forget on the customer development, the system develop- development, and all the other aspects of the business. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, so like, it, it was really good. Mm-hmm. Actually, there was another... There was another guy Mm-mm. who talked to me and he said he wanted to do this Mm-mm. similar thing. Uh, it's Mm-mm. still something like enrollment app, yeah. but he was focusing on those vocational courses. And then I said, okay, you do the business development. I'm going to do the product development. And we tried. And for some reasons, it didn't work out. So, yeah. That's why, like, <laughs> they did really, it's always like said, like, you need to have a developer, a really good developer in a team, uh, a designer, the marketing person. Because, um, unfortunately, I have to be honest, not all developers can communicate the, you know, the business, right. the business model, or like, um, 
the the impact of the app or the impact of you know the development that's why you hire technical writers sometimes to make manuals or write manuals true yeah backing up a bit i'm curious yan if you can share what was your story were you really did you graduate as a as a developer talaga like how did you start like where what's your story okay do you want me to step a little back further <laughs> oh i i would love that people like our listeners would love to know your background too for sure actually i i uh, my first venture in business was actually selling cigarettes in the street um here in lapu-lapu there's a crossing there in the bridge so my spot is there so at I was 12 years old at that time. Actually, I, I actually I got you know joked by my friends and my schoolmates because uh, when during weekends they see me in the street, like oh. hey you're you're selling cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I wanted to earn money for myself. So <laughs> I started back then selling cigarette cigarettes, and then I moved to selling you know the chapo. What do you call that? Um, rugs. The rug, the- yeah, piso, rugs. Piso rugs. yeah, yeah, piso rugs. <laughs> and then I moved to mangoes, and then I moved wow. to I I we have a spot here in the public market, and then oh. fortunately I got into college. So when I was in college, I entered I volunteered uh, in this organization in the University of San Carlos. It's called Center for Network and Management Services. So it's basically CNMS is one. It's the first. Um, internet commercial internet service provider in the philippines so i got in there and then um they have this program or they have this opportunity for for students because most of us are students actually we're like 100 people strong uh, one of people more than 100 people but there were like four professionals there the most most of the people who who uh, handles uh, runs the organization are students so i got in there and they have this opportunity for students to make money so we were sent out to different clients, uh, troubleshooting emails um, and all those mm. stuff. So they, 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 they give us money an hour per hour. So I got hooked by that. And then I said, like, hey, I can, I can already start making money when, while I'm still college. So I ventured out into programming. So that time it was still PHP. Mm-hmm. If, I may, if I can recall, it's PHP 1 or PHP 2. So, I, oh my God, I, I feel so old now. No, don't um, say so, that. I started with PHP too. <laughs> like, but, but PHP is making a comeback, especially with e-commerce. Yeah. <laughs> so it was PHP too, and then I got uh, you know I, I I go to Craigslist, I go to I search wherever from the internet to get you know trying to get some clients because my 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 friends are doing it. Mm-hmm. So I got some PHP projects doing you know um, content delivery websites for different clients and then I started from there mm-hmm. uh, and then I decided to say I, I told I said ah there's this funny thing when I was um, riding a jeepney there in Ayala I missed the I think the tallest building there is Keppel during that time and I said yeah. to myself like someday I'm gonna work here Whoa. <laughs> because like I'm gonna work here someday two to three weeks after that I got in and I decided to stop my, uh, to quit my school, and I was I didn't graduate yet. So I got hired by a Japanese company doing um, web development. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this is a dream come true. So <laughs> that is actually the start of my um, 
on my career in software engineering. Um, I didn't have, I, I did study computer engineering in San Carlos, but I stopped, I quit uh, because I felt like during that time, uh, not, I, I don't want to say this, but I felt like um, the intern, uh, the things that you get from the internet are way more advanced. Maybe I'd like to put it that way. For sure. Like yeah, I know someone, true. yeah, Miss Coney, like I know someone who graduated nursing and then they went, they shifted into engineering, like software engineering, right? And then here's Ian, who's also yeah. been doing hacking and like all these different yeah. businesses. Like our, our topic for today, right? It's like diversifying beyond tech because everything that you can learn perhaps is like on the internet. Yeah, um, yeah, about that. Uh, about that, actually, uh, my 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 dream actually is to build businesses around different industries, mm. um, agriculture, the business, and, and all those stuff. But I, for some reason, I said like I, I said to myself like, hey, um, I would like to get the feeling back of uh, during during the time where I was selling something in the streets mm -hmm. or selling something because uh, the difference between those. Were, uh, uh, the difference between doing traditional businesses and doing startups uh, for traditional businesses the client the customers are already there they're just gonna come to you and get, grab your services right but mm -hmm. doing a startup doing some entrepreneurial work you mm -hmm. have to build it from the ground up um, mm -hmm. it's so challenging to get the market to get um, uh, a product market fit uh, and it's it's I, I feel like hey I want to go back to you know when, when somebody comes in and then they, you you give them their services and then mm -hmm. you get the money, and I want it to be like a very you know frequent in a frequent basis because for the longest time I've been doing consulting work and it's just mm -hmm. gonna be like a monthly basis. Uh, or, or month, are you getting um, salaries in a month uh, in a monthly basis? So that's why I I during the pandemic I started to venture into rabbitry. Uh, I got hooked into it. I initially I. I, I thought that rabbits are very cute. Then, <laughs> they are. <laughs> I don't Bugs know. Bugs Bunny was my favorite. I, I, I'm really scared of rabbits, miss. I think, like, as a kid, like, I got, I got scratched by one and I've hated oh. them oh, ever okay. since. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really thought that um, rabbits are, they are actually really, really cute. But, you know, I couldn't imagine before that, hey, if some people are eating rabbits. Uh, mm. Actually, when I when I when I was hooked up into it and I got to start doing research, I found out that there are lots of different breeds of rabbits, mm. and depending on the breed, there are breeds that you can actually uh, that are meat for meat type, and there okay. are breeds that are for uh, they call it fancy type, yeah, for mm. pets. Mm. So when I was doing when I was doing when I was doing research, then I found out hey I could I could make some money raising rabbits. Um, <laughs> So I bought 10 rabbits, uh, made 10 cages by myself, doing some, you know, um, I, wow. I forgot. So you created forgot the cages the... by yourself too. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, Miss, it's, it's, it's in the YouTube. To, like, also, because you know, like, Ian also does construction. Yeah, yeah, he mentioned. <laughs> he does that. That's actually like, the reason why. Like, I'm like, like wow, wow, yeah, I'm doing a lot of things. Doing wow. a lot of things, construction. <laughs> I remember, like, I think I posted a picture of my new wall um, because, like, and I'm happy with the how our interior designer did our wall. And then Ian said, like, oh, can you recommend your interior designer? I'm like, Ian, are you doing construction? Then he showed me a picture. Like, how did you get into construction? <laughs> Aren't you a developer? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, actually, that is the business that... Um, 
that I, that I decided to venture into and I wanted to go back to, you know, doing my fast turnover, I mean, like fast cash business because it's already a proven business. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so I got into construction. Uh, I, I actually started when I got my, when I was trying to get my my terrace done and then there's this contractor who right who mm-hmm. talked to me and say like hey uh, he was pitching me the idea and then you know i said like man this is we're in a pandemic i've got to be smart in you know um you know where to spend my money and you know what what investment should go, should i go into but they say like hey there's, if you don't have guts you don't have glory so i was like <laughs> i'll take it a shot yeah. <laughs> so that, that reminds I me of like I, I agree and because like I have a mentor um Dwight like he's in Bitcoin and he said the similar thing he says scared money makes no money scared money makes no money yeah that's right I gotta I, I agree with that like um but actually I was quite hesitant because hesitant because it was still we were still in the pandemic but um I realized As I realized to myself, to my, I realized that if I'm not gonna try it, uh, I may regret it in the future. But I don't do regrets. But I was just thinking, uh, and then so I got in. Say okay, let's let's build up a company and do this stuff. So I got the paperwork done, and there it goes Cebu Modern Construction uh, went. Um, <laughs> sorry for plugging it, but um, <laughs> we're all about diversifying you know. here. Yeah, exactly, right? exactly. No. So um, we got in, we got into small home re- renovations, doing canopy works. My gosh, I already started to learn all these things. Like, what's a canopy? <laughs> what's a roof? What's a what's tiling works? I, I didn't know that before. So I, I really have to do some research and you know study the mm-hmm. space. Like um, most of the, me and my partner kind of shared some responsibility. I do most of the finance and you know business mm-hmm. development. He does most of the engineering work and some sales as well so when we started out it's, it's interestingly miss i got i got i got convinced that facebook ads really work because most of her <laughs> most of yes. our sales most of our sales comes from facebook so i was like that's true oh man this really works <laughs> so yeah i i learned a lot actually with the construction um how to deal with a partner that you don't really know well Mm-mm. how to start a business with a stranger and oh. how to do sales and marketing with um, you know people that you don't really see every day mm-hmm. you don't really get to see because we only get to see each other if i if we go to a site visit so yeah it's 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 a very you know i've been to diverse things um lately during the pandemic i don't know why because i i don't want to say <laughs> this know. but i think i'm kind of <laughs> there's some parts uh there's some aspect of the pandemic that really you know I'm kind of bit, you know. I'm 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 positive. I I know most most of its effects is negative, but no opportunities are you know are opening up. You know, I think I, I I read this from somewhere, but some someone said that because of pandemic, uh, some companies in the abroad are starting to open up. They're mm-hmm. bringing getting um, employ um, applicants or employees from abroad. So I think there are. Lots of Filipinos who were uh, were able to grab those opportunity, so it's mm-hmm. opening up um, remote work, mm-hmm. and even the remote work itself. I think it's I think it's a it's it's a good it's a good 
turn out when the effect of pandemic. Mm-hmm. And because um, doing remote work, it you really, you really are required to do, uh, you really need to have that certain level of trust. Imagine if you can see, it can, you, you're, you're a programmer or you're a writer, mm-hmm. uh, if you usually see their screen when you, try, when you pass by, uh, if they're doing remote work, you, you, you can see what they're doing. So you gotta have that certain level of trust, and I think the effect of that is for us Filipinos. Uh, if, uh, if a lot of us are already starting to go into freelancing, remote working, mm-hmm. it kind of brings us or kind of gives us a uh, kind of brings something that you no, know, we as Filipinos can be trusted, uh, even if you don't see us working. Like it mm-hmm. kind of you know increase the level of integrity for us Filipino workers. So that's how I would like how I would like to see it, and yeah. So yeah, it's interesting, like how you like phrase that, like you know, like words always have like a certain gravity to it. And you mentioned like we Filipinos can be trusted. Are you saying that um, Filipinos have <laughs> uh, yeah have a have a what do you call yes. that have um, have a reputation for not exactly being the no, not really. I, I, I'm not saying that, but <laughs> Miss if if. I know that you know there are companies that hire um, remote workers that do screen screen screen. You know, oh yeah, screen screen. time doctors. Yeah, I agree. Like there are um, a lot of them, and th- uh, there's a lot of them. And my right. experience with that before it wasn't so great. Like Miss Claire asked <laughs> me that question. Like, and I mm. said I don't want to do that because I don't want to micromanage because it's, mm-hmm. it's toxic. It's just scaring your people. But mm-hmm. um, on the other hand, I do have clients who also complain about the quality of people that you know we have Filipinos as a remote worker that it's um, mm-hmm. so hard to um, so hard to check on and like you have to keep on like following up because we uh, apparently a lot are not exactly self starters, especially those who are not used to working um, remote. Um, we've had feedback like that. That's why I was like asking you, yeah, like if like I was wondering if you've had any experience similar to what my client. Yeah, I, I, actually, I, I I had an experience before. It was I'm not just I'm not gonna say the name of the company though, but um, it felt like because because for me, if you are going to hire somebody, right, you Mm-mm. trust them that they'll deliver. Yeah, and then they trust you that you'll pay, Mm-mm. and then you both. Trust each other that you both will grow. Yeah. So if you are already, you know, trying to, you know, see, like, are you trying to say, set the, the tone? Like, hey, I, I need to see your screen because I need to know what you're doing. You're already crossing one step further yeah. from the trust. Mm-mm. So that's how I see it. Maybe some others mm-hmm. are, you know, maybe it's okay for, for the other people. But for me, I was like, it kind of brings me like, um, let's say, for example, uh, no, no, let's say um, uh, I, when I got started, I usually do, I, I'm in the office, right? And mm-hmm. then when I started to do remote work or doing programs for, uh, doing writing codes for uh, apps for my clients, then it, it kind of made me think like, how could he trust me that all the features that he sent, uh, that he required from me, is there he's not a technical guy he just wanted yeah. these things to get done mm-hmm. no if we are in, in in the same same room he would be able to see it every day well, the progress of the app and all those stuff but during that time it was, it was just like 
hey, I'm going to give, and I need this kind of stuff, and then can, can you please deliver it in a month? Like, okay. So I did deliver. But how is he so confident and trustful to me that I could deliver exactly and all? And he wouldn't, I wouldn't put any, any malicious stuff there. <laughs> like so, <laughs> I, I think there's a level of trust, and I think mm-hmm. nowadays, uh, uh, um, people are you know with this pandemic, um, the, the sense of integrity of uh, Filipinos, mm-hmm. uh, you know, proving to, because um, we have lots of competitors in the industry, right? But mm-hmm. um, uh, proving to our clients and customers all over the world that uh, we can be. Uh, they can rely on us. I would I would say that they can rely on us. Now. Let's forget mm-hmm. about the trust thing. But they can rely on us fully that we could deliver uh, our work. Mm-hmm. So I think I think that's the effect of you know I could see a positive positive effect of the pandemic. Yeah. And Miss, you also met, I also mentioned about diverse, diversi, uh, diverse, uh, diversification, right? Right. I, yeah. I, I I I see it as not just they they. Uh, I mean, being diverse in terms of, you know, the industry or space that we are into. Like, I, I go into some sort of rubbish racing and construction. and Construction, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I would also look, I uh, would like also to look at, you know, diversifying, you know, uh, diversification in terms of people, you know, getting somebody to work in your company. Mm-hmm. Uh, I... I was really, like, I really learned a lot. Because when I, mm-hmm. in construction... Um, you you don't get to see people in tech every day. <laughs> it's <laughs> totally see, different. Yeah, it's so sure. different. You have people doing labor works. I mean, like um, the uh, they have the maybe the lowest um, in the salary grade, Mm-mm. and then there are skilled workers, and there are foremans, and there are engineers, and all way up to the high, uh, you know, way up, way up. So um, there's and these people come from different backgrounds. Um, there's, there are people who are um, really, who doesn't have any education, who doesn't have any formal studies, and they have, there are these people who have um, test certified, and there are these professionals, there, there are these engineers. You know, mm-hmm. being able to, you know, bring people in together from different sorts of backgrounds, mm-hmm. it's, um, it's, for me, it's, it's challenging because you have to, adjust you have to know how to speak their language Mm-mm. the way you talk to an engineer doesn't it's not really the same as the way you talk to somebody who's doing labor work and um like for example uh, people uh, those people who are doing labor work and all those skilled um skilled um, um people like doing welding and all the other stuff skilled stuff um they they normally ask to uh, for a cash advance during Wednesdays, uh, at least for us during Wednesdays, yeah. and then they would say like, uh, "Sir, uh, Sir Ian, um, can I ask for a cash advance because my do the my my son is like this?" And they have all these sorts of reasons. You get them every 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 cash advance days, hmm. and it, sometimes you <laughs> cash advance day. So you have to set Wednesday, that. Yeah, well, you Wednesday, yeah, Wednesday is a cash advance day. There's a cash advance day. Okay. Yeah, we. <laughs> We had to because we had to streamline. Like <laughs> this is gonna be the date that we're gonna be doing cash advance because if we're gonna doing it, gonna do it like advance, we won't, we will not be able to prepare. So, but mm-hmm. hearing these um, these um, these reasons why they wanna do some cash yeah. uh, cash advance, sometimes it kind of breaks your heart. 
because they are they are they, they some people call these kinds uh these these uh people like um you know they they are called like from uh, hand to mouth yeah what what they do with their hands mm -hmm. and they just feed them so mm. it's not we don't they don't have this luxury of you know being able to save money yeah. because um um the you know the the salaries that they're getting the value that they're getting um the monetary value that they're getting is not really um they're not so privileged and we as a company who who hires them doesn't really also have the you know enough capacity to pay them higher although i really wanted to but we don't have enough capacity because if we are going to pay them higher we have to charge higher, higher. too yeah and there uh, the you know the chances of getting the project is also very difficult mm -mm. so if you have it's, higher it's, rates if mm. you have higher rates right mm -hmm. so it's it's very challenging but you know mm -hmm. um getting these kinds of people inside your companies it's you, you you're gonna learn a lot uh, I, I learned a lot i learned a lot how to handle some there's one there's one time when my when one of them asked me like um, not not on ca days yeah like in the middle of the weekdays they say like, okay said so to me, that's like, another day <laughs> yeah he had no choice he said uh my 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 nephew is in the hospital and he needs immediate care mm. it's like okay you already been you know you know I, i've already been my heart's been crushing already every time they do this to me but like okay I'm, I'm gonna give you this amount but it is the only but do not i'm not gonna charge this charge this in the company I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna lend it to you personally, so that when when uh, when you have that you have the money to, um, to uh, you can pay me back later because mm -hmm. I don't want the, the the company's money structure uh, getting you know. I, I don't mm -hmm. want to deal with the company company fund. So, so um, and you know it, it it's it's really it, I really learned a lot from 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 getting diverse kind of people. Um, there is also the in 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 the people that we hired uh, in the construction business. Um, they are you know you have to deal with somebody who's professional, somebody who's not professional enough, and it's it's really challenging. So yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's I know that's, that's definitely story. gonna be challenging. That's why I mean, for me, like recently, we've also had mm. um, our place yeah. cleaned up. Like we mm. have a unit here, and then. Um, what we did is like really clear contracts, like contracts, contracts, contracts. Mm -hmm. Remember, Miss Coney, like one of our guests said, a contract is a beautiful, beautiful thing. thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. And so I agree. Like, it's yeah. really helpful. Yeah, yeah. Can, yeah can you remind me of a book like How to Be Everything by Elizabeth Wapnick? <laughs> it's like because like apparently miss people like us like especially you miss like and ian like you miss flair like started i think you took up it right miss in yeah yeah graduated it, IT. and mm -hmm. then Ian, same thing computer <laughs> engineering same for me i took up psychology i ended up in tech it's like <laughs> <laughs> that's diversifying were, right there because like apparently like people like us we're called multi-potentialites mm. so like we have a a huge variety of interests. So like where people, write call it down. Us, yeah, people think we have um, 
hyperactivity. We have ADHD. <laughs> Do I? Right? Like, we people think we have ADHD. ADHD. Like, hyperactivity disorder, attention deficit, and attention, like, hyperactivity disorder. People have, I mean, like, let's face it, miss, I think, and you, Yan, like, have you been called, like, by someone that you have ADHD or you, miss? Like, have you been told, like, you know, stay put, like, or one project at a time? Or like, More like calm down. Calm down, yeah. Like so, apparently that's how we are. Like the three of us, because um, we have so many interests and we do a lot of things and we yeah, easily right. get bored. So there's nothing wrong with us, apparently. Thank God. Um, we're, called, we're just called multi-potentialists. So um, what's good is that we tend to like take what we learn from one thing that we're doing. And take it to another. So, like in mm-hmm. Ian's case, miss, like he's taking what he learns um, as a developer now with construction and rabbit, like rabbit racing. Like, I mean, he he built his own cages for the rabbits. <laughs> <laughs> and also, not just not just the rabbits. Actually, every every weekend, mm-hmm. me and my family goes to the mountains to literally, you know, cut some grasses for See? to feed the rabbits. <laughs> I actually have this. So that's why you, you said that. you were into farming when we started. <laughs> You're farming I, I don't know what you call that. grass. You know that knife? You know that knife that's. Not bolo? 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 No, that's the one that's curved. Like, sundang? Sundang. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. I forgot the, it's a the side, term, but, but like, I, I, it's for cutting. cutting yeah. Grass. I have one in the car. Uh, I, I put it. I, I have one in the car. I don't bring it. <laughs> oh, oh, you're a terrible. <laughs> oh my God! Just terrible in enemy case. in the streets. Right? Yeah, that's why. Just in case, like you get into a traffic. Right? <laughs> no, actually, the reason Here why comes the ball if, I see, if I see if I, I if I see a Napier alongside mm-hmm. the road, I just stop the car and just. <laughs> oh my! You're gonna look so. Like, yeah, who's like, this weirdo cutting like, our yeah, grass? Be careful. Like, you might be caught by, like, yielding deadly weapons on the street. Oh, Napier. That's I what I'm that's, scared yeah, about. Yeah. I, I think that's what they use to feed goats, right? Napier? Yeah, yeah. I think. Goats and yeah. Uh, mm. cows. Yeah. yeah. I think you're aware of that. Like, I think my our farmer also mentioned that. Like, that's what we, they feed goats. Oh. Yeah. And uh, Ian, actually, diba? Yes. Oh, wait. Go ahead. Yes, ma'am. Yes, go ahead. Yeah, I mean... You went into construction, and then I think that's where you started getting the idea that you know we need a better um, invoicing app. Was that where yes. it came from? Yes, actually. <laughs> yeah, actually, oh. that's, that's the reason. Yeah, why. and thank you oh. for giving me free access to invoicing. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, sorry. The yeah, first versions you. was so crappy. That's okay. Like, but... I... <laughs> But really, I like, like, I thank you for coming up with that because, like, you know, that's what an, a real entrepreneur does. You solve problems and you're solving it. Like, like typically for us, like, for me, it's okay now because, like, it's easy because it's not like I don't have to invoice, like, let's say several hundred people in, like, one day because they have different dates. But what if, you know, it's, like, so many people, same time, Right. So like mm. that's like what you did. It's like really making things easy. Oh, that's an interesting input right there. I think we can build something that could help that with that scenario. But actually, yeah, um, it's because of the construction that made me uh, started Broly Bro. Um, because uh, we, as I mentioned a while ago, we were getting inquiries from Facebook and they've been asking for quotation, all those stuff. 
So I had to make a system that would streamline the the flow, uh, the the process in. Wait, did in you just say process. like, are you getting people like um, asking? Yeah, from Facebook? quotations. Amazing, yeah. See? Yeah, they they. They they say like hey can I get a quote for this I need I need I need a canopy done mm. I need a renovation done can we just mm. we use Excel for yeah, the quotations that's what that's what people do mm. yes so. and and my partner has this one Excel file with you know the quotations from our oldest client up to the newest are all the same sheet yeah, like, oh god this is not efficient <laughs> I I told him like. This is this gotta change. So that's why I, mm. I initially built Grow Libro um, um, with quotations in mind, um, mm. allowing us to send quotations easily to our clients, and and it moved into invoicing because it's the next step of of, of the of the process, mm. and then we also added um, we wanted to track our expenses, so we added bills, so <clears throat> it allows you to actually to you know to record your invoices here reputations and your bills but it's not a fully you know it's not a full accounting software it's basically just to to record your cash flow what comes in and what goes out so that 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 construction business actually if i didn't have the guts to start it mm-hmm. i may not have started grow libra as well so mm-hmm. um because i had the guts and i said to myself to myself i i think i just need to have the right mindset um Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna try this. So the, the the problems that we had in the construction company, we tried to solve it. I tried to solve it with Grow Libro, and I've, mm-hmm. I've been share and I shared it to my friends. Hey, you can try this out. If this will also help you with your business, but actually, if I if I uh, if I could um, um, if I could say like maybe for the long maybe for a very long time since Edroll. I noticed that most of the start uh, no, the, the 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 apps that I that I that I initiated or with my friends, like maybe call it a startup, um, were more into business to business space, not into business B two C, not not B two C. I don't know. So so when I started Grow Libro, I said to myself like maybe I should I should just suck it up and then just have to admit that you know what i really wanted to do is to help businesses you know succeed <laughs> so i built tools you found your guy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i think that is my 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 vision like uh, my vision like i wanted uh, the global the company behind grow libro to be you know catalyst of business growth so it's 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 a it's a moonshot it's 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 a, it's a long way to go but i think that's where we are going and we want to build um, tools and application that you know help businesses you know with their day-to-day operations or mm-hmm. finances mm-hmm. and all the other which stuff. is a good and idea because the admin work really does take so much time i know right? <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it's um yeah. it's like it takes so much time it's like let's say 75 percent admin 25 percent revenue generating <laughs> what you do every day <laughs> <laughs> that's right that's right so yeah um it's 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 really uh, this pandemic thing is really very uh, i i learned a lot I, i get to spend a lot of time with my kids uh, I, i it was actually funny because uh when i with the when the restrictions the restrictions are a bit lifted like there's there's they're not so strict anymore 
Mm-hmm. There were times that I go out and then go home at maybe around 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. Then my my son comes to me and says, "Hey, Dad, you forgot we we you forgot to play Call of Duty with me." <laughs> okay, because we do that every 7 p.m. during the pandemic, and you know, actually got you know, I really felt my 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 son, you know, who who was desperately looking for time for, uh, for me. So it, it was. It was a good. Th- it was a good thing because we get to spend time with our families and do business and that's why. Yeah, yeah. There are things that we don't want to end, right? With the pandemic, <laughs> like the best practices that we've been yeah. doing. Yeah, there are things that I don't want to end. Also, just like that, it's like time with the family, and I know it's not just like mindset change for twenty twenty. Um, it's also like getting, like you know digging deep into yourself like what is your ikigai and I think you Ian you've definitely found that like disclosure lang ha I'll also include like I'm part of Grow Libro so <laughs> Ian I'm I'm helping Ian with that also mm-hmm. so and yeah yeah. so what's uh, what's the vision Ian for like in the next few years how are we gonna attack <laughs> this industry what's your what, what do you look forward to ah uh. So I think we're, gonna, we're um, unlike we unlike from my other ventures before. Mm-mm. I think we we wanted to go global right away. Uh, we don't wanna say, we don't wanna uh, attack the local market initially. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna go global. We're gonna start mm-hmm. um, maybe in the U.S. and then um, yeah, try try to that market is is very very uh, it's very very tough. Like they're they're way so advanced already, so maybe we'll have to find out, you know, the best, mm-hmm. you know, segment in the market, and mostly just um, doing uh, apps um, uh, for that that are used uh, that can be used by small businesses. So, um, yeah, uh, that's actually that's the mission. We wanted to build tools mm-hmm. that will help mm-hmm. small businesses in their day to day operations. And their finances. So, um, I have some early thoughts. Uh, I have some ideas in mind, but you know, we'll cross the river when we get there. But yeah, but I think to, uh, like I, I like your niching because you know, like apparently there are six hundred sixty-six thousand, I think, small medium enterprises in Central Visayas. Mm-hmm. So that's a big market. So it's the same. Uh, markets that have been affected by the pandemic, but also that market that's really fighting to survive. Uh, actually, um, uh, although when I said that uh, we're gonna do the the the, the U.S. market, clean New York or somewhere around that area, uh, even with that in mind, actually we um, we have other. Uh, we are also supporting other. Uh, countries and nationalities. In fact, we have peso currency supported in the system. Mm, right. Mm. So you can have uh, you can you can track your your mm-hmm. your your cash your cash flow uh, using peso. Mm-mm. So it's a multi currency app. You can try it out, uh, and um, you can give me feedback. Basically, what we what we want to do, as I as I said, is we want to help businesses you know grow by providing them tools and. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, minimizing the frictions in their day-to-day mm-hmm. operations. So, if you can, if you can use it, you can give me feedback. It would be very, very valuable. Yeah. We would really appreciate it. 
and it would help us. That's what you they know, were going to ask. Yeah. Is it possible to like upload a CSV file? Yes. Uh, liver, right. Right now, you can upload CSV file uh, for your if you want to import your contacts because you know yeah. uh, adding contacts. Yeah, that's 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 the problem. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. it. That's right. Why did I ask? Can I just add the CSV? Yeah, actually, actually, you can. Uh, but you have to download this um, CSV format. You have mm -mm. to fill out the right column so that it can be matched with the fields All in right. the database. Okay. So it's actually, you can do that. You can you, you, unlike the other systems, they have they have connections. Mm -mm. Like it's either a client or a vendor. But we what we have is like we have a separate. Uh, record for the clients and the vendors so you don't get to mix them up together mm -mm. so yeah you can you can you can do that okay yeah well so. thank you so i think it's a wrap up because uh i know we're talking about diversifying here and you've done a lot of things ian just like you said like from <laughs> the start you were selling cigarettes and now you're into tech and now you've built a lot of uh, apps definitely since yeah. you started and then of course at the back end you have your family you're doing rabbit racing you're doing construction that's a lot of diversifying right there <laughs> i would say right just to like you know wrap it up and sum it up like if i am in tech right now and do i really need to be diversifying what is like your final word about diversifying in general I mean, you don't have to if you don't really want to. But, you know, as they said, um, do not put your all your in investments one in one yeah. basket. Yep. Right? Mm -hmm. So um, it's not just with the finan uh, financial stuff. Uh, diversifying could also be applied to your you know, emotional stuff. Right? Um, if there are things that, um, that um, uh, what do you call this, uh, in any aspects of your, your life, actually. But... Um, it's good to diversify uh, because um, yeah, you may one 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 part may fail, but not all of it will. So you get to save some other stuff. And I think I uh, would it, it because it some uh, some aspects could be an outlet of the other aspects. If you're too stressed in this aspect, then you can you know unwind with this another thing. So it would really help you, and it would also it would also help you grow because you learn a lot of you will gonna you're gonna learn a lot of things along the way, and yeah. So don't be afraid if if you wanna diversify, if you wanna venture into different spaces, different business or whatever, you gotta have the guts. Uh, but it's gotta be measurable, you know. You don't just okay, I'm gonna na. No, you don't do that. You like have to either time box it. Or you have to set some, you know, parameters and how much investment I'm gonna do for this, and how long I'm gonna do this. If 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 it doesn't work out, then I'm gonna stop it and and just just let it go. So, but but don't be afraid. Um, the journey is 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 fun. It's not the you know the destination. It's a journey that's gonna be gonna fun fun and fun and exciting. So just enjoy the adventure and don't you know, don't limit yourself. Even we're in the pen, we're already enclosed in the pandemic. We have at least, you know, have our minds, you know, <laughs> venture somewhere. Yeah. All right. Okay. That's about it. So, again, thank you, Ian, for your time. Thank you, thank you Mr. Ian Bert Tusil, our guest you, for today. 
Thank you. And thank to Miss Tony, of course, for being an awesome um, co-host for today. You're welcome, Miss. And, and for the you, season, Ms. of course. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Janelle, as well. Thank you, Janelle, <laughs> for being here. Or, thank you, or thank incoming uh, guest yes. soon. <laughs> if someone drops off. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, thank you to our sponsors, 30 Media, Aleph Talent Solutions, Grow Libro of Mr. Ian, Content Dash app, and to our podcast partner, The Company. Company, use the code FLAIRE, F-L-E-I-R-E, for your free four hours trial here on site on their regular days. So please visit them. And thank you most especially to our listeners. Thank you, thank you for tuning in for all the support so far. Till next episode, thank you so much. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. That wraps up this episode from Wicked Thoughts. Make sure to subscribe and join the host on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash flare. That's patreon slash F-L-E-I-R-E for exclusive content. Tune in for more Wicked Conversations right here at Wicked Thoughts.